the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time for the prophetic voice of our time, a presentation of Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church on AM 630, KSLR. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor of Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, thank you for tuning in. This is Christina Sanso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International. If you missed last week's broadcast, we are on podcast. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org. It ties to the prophecy I am about to share with you today. Let me give you a short summary of last week's, but you need to listen to the entire program, okay? The prophecy last week is this. The angels of the Lord will be sent by the Lord to work side by side and on behalf of the nameless, faceless people that are now in the front lines. And these nameless, faceless people will cover and will be in every sector of society, they will take dominion. God is all and in all. We have lots of ministers of the gospel that are now being sent to the workplace to take over through the righteous people. And in our government, God is going to send a political revival in the United States. The revival will start in the political arena But for the righteous, for those that are ready, the revival will start with manifestation of the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence. So the righteous people, that means you and I, we will vote for righteousness in this coming election. That will usher forth a political revival in this country. God's people, then, will transform the other sectors of society, education, the sports arena, arts and entertainment, science and technology, and so forth and so forth. This is what the revival that we have been waiting for, that God says in 2004, will eclipse what he did during the Azusa Street Revival and the Wells Revival in the 1900s. In this revival, my dear brothers and sisters, there are no lone rangers or superstar. Jesus Christ is the superstar. And this revival is going to be a group or a team of nameless, faceless people, both men and women. We have been increasing in number. Thanks to the pioneers who have been preaching this message for many, many years. It's going to be awesome. So if I were you, 
I will focus on Jesus and I will not focus on all the bad things that are happening all over the world now. You know, since this is the prophetic voice of our time and we have prophetic schools, I have been getting prophecies from different people all across this country. Bad prophecies about cities, about nations, about the states. And the prophecy is always say that God will severely judge this country. And even the city of San Antonio will be destroyed. Judgment upon this nation, we deserve. Thank God he is a merciful God. Why? Because the church was asleep, but not anymore. If you and I continue to focus on Jesus, believe him and obey him, the world will be judged, but we will be victorious in all fronts. We should fearlessly speak the truth in love. This is why I tell you the way it is. You need to wake up. Playing church or sleeping on the job are the things of the past, not in 2014 and beyond. So I say, instead of San Antonio being destroyed, being judged severely, I say, in the name of Jesus, that there will be revival in San Antonio that will spread throughout the state of Texas and throughout the country. I don't know if you are paying attention to the good news about the state of Texas. Texas is now number one, leading the entire nation in prosperity, in righteous governance, and sooner than later, the state of Texas will continue to lead economically, in science and technology, in arts and entertainment, in education. This state, under righteous leadership, continues to gain employment for the Texans, and thousands of people are moving here to get jobs. So let us continue to vote for the righteous political leaders. Let us get involved. Let us vote. Vote for righteousness. If all of us Christians get mobilized and vote, we will get the attention of both parties, and they will be fearful of repercussions if they continue or start passing unrighteous laws. So I want you to get involved. Let us mobilize our people. Let us educate ourselves of the issues that are close to God's heart, not in our pocketbook. If God is pleased with us, even under recession, he will make his people prosper. He is our source, remember? So let us vote for righteous candidates that value life and they love this country and the American people. Whatever we put our hands to by the Christ, it shall prosper. I caution you, though, do not get involved in political arguments and hatred. Let the Bible be your guide in voting for candidates. Get out and vote, 
and we will have a political revival in America. Glory to God. Also, keep in mind that this coming election is not going to be about race issue, economic issue, body of Christ. It must be God's issue. Do not let the world divide the body of Christ. Galatians 3.28 There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ. Let me go back to what the Lord wants me to share this week. Luke chapter 24 verses 44 through 47 Then he said to them, meaning Jesus, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning about me. I want you to keep that in mind. Verse 45. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Then he said to them, Thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remissions of sin shall be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. It starts in Jerusalem, body of Christ. It will end in Jerusalem. Verse 48. And you are witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Everything that was prophesied and written of the coming Messiah was fulfilled in Jesus. And he did more than that. He set aside the old covenant and cut or made a new covenant with God the Father and with God's people and for God's people. When Abraham confirmed his covenant with God, he used the blood of animals. Under this new covenant, Jesus used his own blood to cut the new covenant in which we are beneficiaries. In Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 31 through 34, it says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers, in the day that I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant which they broke, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No more that every man should teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. This is what I'm talking about, our priesthood, body of Christ. 
from the least of us to the greatest of us, we will all know the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and their sin I will remember no more. So Jesus cut the covenant by and through his blood and another prophecy of Jesus was fulfilled. A prophecy to the Levites. It's in Matthew chapter 21 verse 43. It says, keep this in mind, okay? Therefore, I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken from you and given to a nation bearing the fruits of it. Born-again believers became that nation. Jews, Greek, male, female, slaves, free. Okay? That's a nation. We are a holy nation, right? Did we replace the Jewish people? I want you to listen to me very carefully. Certainly not. We did not replace the Jewish people. This prophecy of Jesus in Matthew chapter 21, verse 43, which is now being fulfilled, was a great news, not just for us, but for the Jewish people. Why do I say that? In the Old Covenant, Levites, the priesthood is very exclusive to the Levites, only from the tribe of Levi or the Levites. Everybody else are excluded, right? Because of Jesus cutting this new covenant, the priesthood is now for everybody who believe in his name. To the Jewish people, the priesthood is now open to all the 12 tribes, both men and women, young and old, slaves or free. So for us, when we are born again, we became priests forever to the order of Melchizedek. So is his body, which is the church. We are a priest forever, not as a Levite, but to the order of Melchizedek. God is inclusive, and this is his plan from the very beginning. He does not play favorites. So we women... We owe it to Jesus that we are liberated because of its blood. It is the Jesus movement and not the women's movement. Glory to God. I'm a wife, a mother, and a priest. Awesome. I'm, of course, I'm of a female gender. I love clothes. I love shoes. I love wearing different colors. But when I cast out demons... I have the authority of a firstborn son in Christ Jesus. What more could I ask for? If somebody will tell me, you cannot do that. You're a woman. You cannot be a firstborn son in Christ Jesus because you're a woman. Those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. That is in Romans 8:14, which happens to be the name of this ministry. So, okay, brother. If you will not allow me to be a priest or use the authority of a firstborn son in Christ Jesus, then I will not allow you. Actually, I forbid you to be a part of the bride of Christ because you are a man. Mustache and, and hairy chest and hairy legs and all. You cannot be a bride of Christ. You're a man. So are we even now? Let me be. 
In this coming move of God, we need everybody who are faithful to the call. Instead, encourage me and pray for me. Once you are born again, we become partakers of the divine nature of God. And God is a spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, not through our gender. We are now spirit being with a body, like God, if you are born again. So our Lord Jesus Christ fulfilled what was written about him, what was prophesied about him, including his suffering and his death. He fulfilled what was written. And now, our Lord Jesus Christ is sitting at the right hand of God the Father, waiting for his enemies to be made his footstool. In Psalm chapter 110, verse 1 says, The Lord says to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. This is also in Luke chapter 20, verse 43, and in Acts chapter 2, verse 35. He is waiting for his enemies to be made his footstool. Isaiah 66, verse 1 says, This is what the Lord says. Heaven is my throne, and he's sitting on his throne right now, and the earth is my footstool. Also is in Matthew chapter 5, verse 35, Acts chapter 7, verse 49, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 13, and Hebrews chapter 10, verse 13. So in Psalm 99, verse 5, it says, Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his footstool. It means to say, worship him on this earth. He is holy. So we need to worship God, obey God, and preach the gospel like he commanded us to do and make disciples here on earth. It is our act of worship. It is our service to God's kingdom. And it is our faith. Our Lord Jesus fulfilled what was written about him and what was prophesied about him. When he said on the cross, it is finished, he completed and fulfilled his calling. Now, there are still prophecies that still have not been fulfilled about Jesus. His second coming and his return is depending on us, our generation, like it was in the previous generations. He is still waiting for his enemies to be made his footstool, and our Lord Jesus Christ will obey God the Father. When God the Father told him, you sit here until, okay? When is the Lord's coming? Until, okay? So what was prophesied now and written about the body of Christ from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation must be fulfilled also before his coming here on earth. We must focus on what was written and prophesied about the church. This must be our eschatology. Do you know that the teachings about the Antichrist and the Armageddon have done so much harm and damage to the body of Christ? We were set back for many generations. The body of Christ started cowering in fear, and we have forgotten who we are in Christ Jesus, and who God is. He is love. He is almighty. His thoughts and his plans for our lives is to bless us and to be a blessing 
So focus on that. It's amazing. We spent so much money and time, resources in reading books, selling books, writing books about the identity of the Antichrist and when the end will come. And many of us, we don't even know who we are in Christ Jesus. So if you don't know who you are, find out. Instead of trying to find out who the Antichrist is and what is he going to do next, and we're just waiting. Excuse me, our God is still on the throne, and Satan is a defeated foe. And Jesus is not worrying about Satan. He is waiting for his body to make his enemies here on earth to be his footstool. So what was prophesied about us, about the church, need to be fulfilled before Jesus can come. The church must be an overcoming church. Here it is. These are the things that you and I need to focus on, that they need to be fulfilled. They need to manifest. Number one, the church will become an overcoming church. Number two, the church needs to continue to obey the Great Commission. We need to evangelize. Add numbers to the church, not members. We are the church. The name of your ministry, that is not the church, or the building is not the church. You and I are the church. We must disciple God's people. Discipleship is not a bad word. It is a good word. Number three, we need to mature other Christians. We need to prepare them for the works of service. We need to start feeding them meat. Number four. We need to become kings and priests in accordance to Revelation chapter 1 verse 6 and Revelation chapter 5 verse 10. Once we start taking our post as kings and priests, we cannot be limited any longer by the world and confine us within the four walls of our church services. As a king, we take dominion and we implement God's ways of doing things here on earth. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God's principles, God's ways of doing things in the financial sector, in the government, in education, sports, arts, entertainment, science, and technology must be implemented. That's dominion. Matthew chapter 4 verse 8. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. You know when was this? During the temptations of Jesus. Matthew 24, verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom, not the gospel of the world, it's the gospel of the kingdom, will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. That is our eschatology. We need to take our post so that the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ as King of kings and Lord of lords will be fulfilled. And we will be recorded in the book of life as the generation who fulfill her call. Revelation 11:15 says, The seventh angel sounded his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven, which said, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. When is Jesus coming back? After we do our part. When we have become a glorious church, a mighty force, when the enemies of our Lord here on earth are made his footstools. That's when Jesus come. So, but if Christ, if we take our post as a king and priest, we cannot be limited. The priest, yes, will minister before God and will preach and disciple his people. 
After that, they'll be sent forth and will become kings in the world to take it over. This is happening now and it's about ready to manifest in a great way in 2014. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you that this word released today will penetrate the hearts and minds of your people, that they are called to take part, that they are called to be blessed and be a blessing. They are called to take leadership position. I thank you that we will act, that we believe and we will obey. We will continue to apply your ways of doing things here on earth and we will tell others how wonderful, awesome, merciful, loving God you are. You are the only true living God. I also thank you that everyone who heard this message, that need healing will be healed. You sent forth your word today, O God, and thank you for healing all their diseases. I pray this in Jesus' name. Call me at 210-695-1630. Join us in our Sunday services at 10.30 a.m., at 8419 Callahan Road of I-810. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. AM 630 KSLR. For more information on Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church, Go to the program guide at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.